What's up, you bad motherfuckers? Welcome back to the Blank Slate for episode two, holiday edition. Just want to say Merry Christmas to all those who celebrate. And if you don't, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever the hell you celebrate. It's a merry time. So, you know, do whatever you do. Spend some time with your family. Open presents. Just eat some badass food. I don't know what you do, but just enjoy it. It's a, it's a special time. I know we've had a rough year, and just hopefully that you and your family and whoever you're with is all doing well, and uh, appreciate the time you get with each other, because, um, you know, this quarantine and this whole year has been shitty, and I feel like it's brought everybody a little bit closer together, and uh, it's helped me realize that, you know, your family's pretty fucking cool, you know? Family always be there for you, uh, no matter what. They always got your back, and you should you should love on them. Spend some time with them. Do what you gotta do. Uh, yeah, we're getting into it. Episode two. I'm sorry that this is number two, and it's been a long time since the first one came out, or it's been just over a week because I was gonna upload last week again, but I got a strike against my podcast for some odd fucking reason and they wouldn't let me upload spotify would not let me upload so you know i emailed them got in contact with them sorted it out and i mean we're back in business this episode should be up later tonight christmas eve it is december 24 2020 we're recording at 5 22 p.m you know we're ready we're back we're excited we got some things to talk about i'm excited to talk with y'all chat spend some time relax kick back do all that because that's all i've done all day it it hasn't been very eventful this break hasn't been very eventful actually uh i've gone out and done a couple things you know i take that back on it not being eventful i saw my buddy con uh i haven't seen him in a little while oh my god what was that i don't know what my issue is i haven't seen him in a little bit but he texted me. He was like, you down to hang out this break? I was like, yeah, we can tomorrow. And then I thought about it. I'm like, I'm not doing anything today. I was like, what about today? This was uh, not yesterday, day before, so Tuesday. And we did. We hung out. I put my amp and guitar, you know, right in the truck, loaded up, headed over to his house, and we jammed out for a bit because I haven't been over. I haven't heard him play since he got his new eight string, and he's had it for a couple months now. I remember when we were first talking about getting one, and you know we jammed out like we used to, uh, spent some time together, and we we were sharing music tastes because in seventh grade, that's when I met Khan. It was Spanish class, Senora Beck's class, eighth period in the seventh grade, and we sat together at one of the front tables, and one of the there were two girls that sat at that table, um. I don't remember. I know one of them. Her name's Layla. It's she's got a younger brother named Quentin. I can't remember her last name. And then the other girl that sat there, her name was Sierra, I think. And they were always like, "Is that all y'all talk about? Is guitars and music?" And you're like, "Yeah," because that's that's what we had in common. We were constantly talking about guitars, guitar shopping, what kind of guitars we want. But me and him started our journey together. We got our guitar first guitars together and um i remember when we were first jamming out to music it was his his go-to song was night train by uh guns and roses off their appetite for destruction album and i can't remember exactly where my music my music taste in the seventh grade was my emo music and shit like that uh you know papa roach old school panic at the disco i didn't ever really listen to fallout boy or um pierce the veil none of that stuff but I never really did get into Fall Out Boy. I didn't like them at all. I don't like them. Uh, I'm going to get some shit for that. I, I don't really care. But Pierce the Veil, I like. I'm into them now. Asking Alexandria. I'm into all that kind of stuff now. But back then, I really wasn't. I stayed close to my Red Hot Chili Peppers. That That's who I was jamming all the time. Red Hot Chili Peppers. And, you know, we talked about it. We did all that. We got our guitars. And then we grew on our journey together. I got into Metallica. He got into Metallica a little bit. He was into System of a Down. I was into Metallica. And, uh, 
I liked uh, System of a Down just a bit back then, but it was really chi- Red Hot Chili Peppers was my other go-to. And then as we got older, he discovered his band uh, called Animals as Leaders. And they're they're a very they're uh, considered prog metal, which is like math rock, very technical, and um, very music theory kind of music. And then I remember my freshman year, you know, I, it was about September of 2019. I was walking in the parking lot before school with uh, my buddy Zach, and that's what we'd do. That he'd bring his Bluetooth speaker, we'd jam out some music. And then he put on a song by Slayer, and it was called Mandatory Suicide. And he was like, listen to that ride cymbal. And that's what I did. I paid attention to Dave Lombardo and his drumming style, and I fell in love with it. And from then and there, I was like, all right, my journey for metal has started. So I got into Slayer, you know, ventured out to all their albums and started jamming them out. And then... From then on, we went heavier and heavier, and I am where I am now, you know, listening to completely other stuff. But Slayer's got a special place in my heart. But when we uh, grew on our guitar journey together, we kind of were on the same path, and then we went separate directions. And there's nothing wrong with going separate directions. That's just how we did. But we're still homies, and we still jam. Um, I remember one of the first times I went over and we jammed out, it was because he ordered the guitar amp I have now, uh, it was the Mustang GT100, and it's got like 200 presets of, it's an electronic amp, so you really got 200 different amps inside of one, and it's electronic, completely computer, uh, you know, you can mess with all the settings, and there's presets to get different sounds, and he ordered one, it was like 400 bucks, so he got it, he waited for it in the mail, he told me all about it, we were excited, we were waiting, and then one day he texts me. He's like, dude, they sent me two, man. I'm like, what? They sent me two fucking guitar amps. I'm like, no way. And so we were talking about it. Uh, I was like, hey, man, how much can I buy it from you for? He's like, well, my dad wants to keep it and use it as a karaoke fucking amp, karaoke speaker. I was like, man, that's stupid. <laughs> but all right. I mean, your dad paid for it. He technically got two, you know, so whatever, whatever he wishes. And then I guess he tried it out and he didn't like the quality because it's a fucking guitar amp. It's not a karaoke speaker. And so he told me, yeah, he'll give it to you for a hundred bucks. So I told my dad all about it, told him all about the guitar amp. And he was like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll buy it for you for a hundred bucks because it's a $400 amp. It's a badass uh, little thing. It's not very little, actually. It's pretty big. It's a hundred watt speaker. Uh, Hernan Watt amp, excuse me. It's like a 12-inch speaker, you know. But it, it it's packed a pun- It packs a punch, man. And um, yeah, I went over there, gave him the hundred bucks, and we jammed out. And I remember we did a full cover of "For Whom the Bell Tolls" by Metallica. That was one of the first things we did together, and that was super sick. But yeah, I, I took that home. I mean, that's the amp I took over there on Tuesday. It's the one I still use to this day. Um, I haven't really bought it. I haven't found a need to buy another amp, but I am going to because uh, I want a couple more tones, a couple more sounds, you know, that I can't get from a traditional Fender. I'm really liking the um, the Line 6 amps, you know. I've played on a few of them, and I really like some of what they got to offer. And I've tried to match it and get it on my electronic amp, you know, but it's not the same. So I think I'm going to save up by another amp. I don't really know yet. I want a 7-string guitar. Because when I played Khan's 8-string, oh my god. Let me, for the, uh, I can't even, can't even describe it. It was just crazy. The neck is like a surfboard. It's huge. Because you've got to put all those strings on them. And if you put more strings on it, you know, it's obviously going to get heavier and lower an octave. Because that's the point of the 8-string. And the, the lowest string, he had tuned down to a, a low E which is the E string on a bass guitar. So it's a thick fucking string. It's it's literally one of the strings you get out of a bass pack. And it was just so cool, man. But I don't really need to... I don't need eight strings. I don't need seven strings. Do I want one? Yes. 
So I'm going to save up and I'm going to buy one because I want to play like heavier guitar and get into all that. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, oh, we just got a text message. Who's that from? Man. I don't know. I've had a, yeah, I've had a good break somewhat so far. We did that on Tuesday. And then yesterday I hung out with my buddy Cash. I haven't seen him in a while. I mean, we see each other at school, but I hadn't hung out with him outside of school in a while. So I texted him. I was like, yo, man, what's up? And uh, he came and picked me up, went over to his house. You know, we hung out. We did what what we do, listened to music, talked for a bit. And that was pretty good. Um, I've gone to the skate park a couple times. And the skate park's always a fun experience, uh, especially the last few trips, because I've, I've been trying to learn um, how to air out of bowls. And that whole idea came from me skating the park and me doing all of that and I don't really have a whole lot of clips but I am starting to develop a style because when you start to do anything for a lengthy period of time as you progress and as you get better in it you develop a style with whether it's jujitsu or whether it's guitar playing or skating or dance or football whatever you do you all you develop a style a way you do things and in skating, I'm starting to develop my style and find out who I am personally when it comes to me and the board. And one thing that I love doing, and I always have loved doing, and I find the most interest in you know, gaining experience in it, is pool skating and bowl skating. And I'm not talking about vert. I can't skate vert at all. You know, I did my highest drop-in, which was like five foot couple days ago you know that was like on Sunday or Monday whatever day it was I think it was Sunday because we had to go earlier because uh, on Sundays they have seven and nine sessions sessions excuse me they close at nine but on other days they close at 10 anyways that's irrelevant um I was like man I've done all these things I can't skate street I'm not very good at uh popping the board and doing flip tricks and doing technical things you know so I'm trying to find out where I'm most comfortable and where I feel like I can excel in the most because if I wanted to be a super techie street skater I could be but it would take a lot more time and it's not about doing whatever in the least amount of time I just don't find the exact excitement in sitting and trying like I don't know um so I recorded for about 20 minutes after I just stopped talking, and I have no idea why, but the recording stopped. So we are about an hour into the future, you know, after me realizing that I wasn't recording, a lot of frustration, me being like, God damn it, that fucking sucks, because I, I feel like I talked about a few good things. You know, I'll try to get back into it for uh for y'all, you know, recap the things I said. But yeah, that's if it's a little choppy, you know, when it comes to topic wise or anything like that, that is why recording was stopped. I did not know that recording was stopped. I kept going and oh my god. I gotta learn how to use Adobe Audition because Audacity is not a very reliable source. I'm sorry for that. But where I was going with the last point that I was making was I don't find a whole lot of excitement in trying to do a double 360 flip down like a nine stair because it's super cool. And I appreciate all the guys that can fucking do that because they are legit gods. Um, I could never do that. And it's super sick watching it, but it's just not for me. I, uh, I like watching pool skaters and I think it's super cool. And pool skating is dead, man. Pool skating hasn't been around since um, Tony Hawk signed with whatever company he signed with when he first went pro when he was 14 years old. That's when pool skating was huge, you know, 30 years ago. And I don't know. I just think it's super sick being able to air out of bowls and grind on pool coping, you know. It's just super sick and unique, and I want to get into that. So I've been practicing that a whole lot lately. But yeah, my break 
hasn't really consisted of anything except for, you know, I've gone on skate skate park a couple times and I, I've caught up with a few other buddies. But it's been pretty lame other than that. But I'm looking forward to Christmas with my family, spending some time with them. You know, we're already going through the motions. Um on Christmas Eve, we don't we don't really do anything at all on Christmas Eve. Uh we don't go to like we used to go to church services, but we just didn't this year because of you know, time. Um because my parents had to do a whole lot of Christmas shopping today because my dad does not like going to the store. So he put it off for as long as he could. Uh when I woke up this morning, you know, I laid in bed, did my thing, and I went went downstairs around twelve o'clock to see both of my parents. Or my dad was kind of half dressed, and my mom was dressed in uh, trying to talk to my dad. And he was just, you know, messing around, being an idiot. And I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "I'm trying to get your dad to go to the store with me uh, because I've already been to five stores, and I'm making him go with me, but he's trying to put it off until tomorrow." Christmas is tomorrow. <laughs> he just doesn't like going to the store, man. I I mean, I, I feel him. Me and him are the exact same. I hate going to the fucking store for lengthy amounts of times. If I go to the store, it's to get a couple things that I need, and that's really it. I don't like just going and shopping and looking around. It's just... Excuse me. It's just not how I um, imagine spending some of my time or would enjoy... I don't know, man. I don't I don't know where I was going with that. I just don't like going to the store and walking around. It's not my cup of tea. Some people might like it. I don't. I'm not that type of person. But, you know, today, actually, I was feeling in a good mood. And I threw on some Christmas music, man. And I fucking hate Christmas music. I hate it. <laughs> I think it's the dumbest thing. But I was jamming it today. There's there's a few songs that I do like. And I was I was enjoying it. But no, I don't really celebrate going back to what I was talking about because I'm very bad at keeping things in line. We don't do anything on Christmas Eve. Um and on Christmas we don't do a whole lot. It's just, you know, go downstairs, open presents from everybody in the just everybody in the house, you know, spend some time. And then we clean up and my uh my nanny which is my dad's mom and then my mimi and poppy which are my mom's parents they come over um sometimes my uncle brandon which is my mom's brother he'll swing by and uh you know it's just it always depends because he he does some stuff um but yeah we have lunch and that always is rudy's steakhouse which is very good. If you have not had it, you should definitely go by and have that sometime because it is truly some amazing barbecue. Um but that's that's one of our traditions we um we get Rudy's, have that for lunch and hang out as a family and then everybody departs and then that's Christmas. It's not a whole big thing. We were supposed to go to Colorado this year for Christmas, but um you know, things change, and sometimes plans can't always happen, and I'm cool with it, but uh, I'm a little upset. I really wanted to go to Colorado, man. I wanted to snowboard so bad. You know, I've never been in an environment where there's, like, snow. You know, we had that one day. Uh, What was that? I was in seventh grade. Uh, it was, like, three, three years ago, three or four years ago, something like that. Excuse me. I don't. I don't know why I'm yawning like that. Probably because it's. I don't know. I'm just, I haven't been sleeping a lot lately. But we had that one snow day, and I mean that was pretty cool. Like, haven't had that in forty, fifty years, and we won't have another one of those for forty, fifty years. Um, for the spring area, it's kind of lame here. You know, kind of bothers me that it's um seventy degrees on. December 24th, but it is what it is, you gotta deal with it, it's, I mean, it's whatever, I hope it gets colder though, because, uh, I don't know, I don't like this heat, and all I can think about is, if it's hot, or if it's this hot now, for December and January, 
how hot is it going to fucking get for July and August? You know what I mean? I mean, Texas heat is already something else, or especially Houston. Houston heat fucking sucks because we're right next to the Gulf, and so it's like humid as fuck all the time. And oh, I I would way rather be in a hundred and five degree heat in like Las Vegas or Arizona because it's dry heat. It's it's not humid wet heat. You know, when we went to Las Vegas about five years ago over the summer, you know, for a family vacation. And we landed, and it was hot. It was really hot. It got up to, like, 104 when we were there. And we were just walking uh, along the strip, you know, doing that kind of stuff for a week. But when we landed back in Houston after the vacation, as soon as we got out of the airport, I was drenched in sweat. And I didn't sweat once when we were in Las Vegas because it's that dry heat. And here it's that humid, wet heat. And it's, oh, it's so nasty, man. That's one of the worst things. Um, Just that humid, icky, gross feeling. Because the air, it just feels heavy. And it makes your clothes stick to your body and shit. It's not enjoyable, man. It's not enjoyable at all. Uh, we're going at 20 minutes. I think I'm going to, uh, no, I, I don't think I am. I'm going to try to make this a longer podcast. Um, I have gotten a lot of feedback from y'all, man, and I'm so grateful for it. I'm just, you know, I didn't even think it was going to be or reach as many people as there already has. So I just want to thank y'all for listening, hearing what I got to say. And I've gotten nothing but positive feedback from y'all, positive words and you know what? As long as y'all are enjoying it, I enjoy doing it. So as an audience, if y'all are liking it, I'm going to constantly be putting out content for y'all. Like I said earlier, I'm sorry for the um, the big gap in uploads. You know, it's not going to be. Oh, my. F- I keep yawning, dude. I got to get up. I'm like leaning back in my chair, leaning back in my chair. Excuse me. But I don't know if I sit up or something like that might be better. But yeah, if y'all are liking it, I'm constantly going to be putting it out. I'm sorry. Keep going off on tangents. I keep forgetting what I'm saying. It's We'll get more organized as we go on. I, pro- I can promise y'all that. Maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of a everywhere person. But um, yeah, last week when I tried to upload on Friday, I it wouldn't let me upload. And so I went and looked, and it told me I had to strike against my account for... Um, promotion of drug use i was like what the fuck like are you kidding me (laughs) if anything i was not promoting i mean i was kind of like don't do this shit it's stupid don't do it i think that's what i said but you know it is what it is i'm able to upload now and as soon as i found out that i was able to upload i was like all right i'm gonna head upstairs i'm gonna record an episode get it going for y'all and you know here we are so spread the word if you enjoy it, you know, send it to people so we can gain an audience and hopefully I can bring y'all better things. I want to uh, do a video podcast, actually, so it'll be just like the podcast. It'll be there on Spotify, but, you know, if you enjoy watching the video, I don't know if you're going to want to look at me for 45 minutes or an hour, but. I don't know. I think it'd be a cool idea because a lot of the big podcasts that I know, they do have uh, video along with their audio. So I think I might post something, make a YouTube channel or whatever, and have all the episodes there in a uh, video format. So, I mean, if if you think that's something I should do, let me know Um, because I'll definitely invest in the tools and time to do that also. I just, I don't know. I really enjoy doing this and it's something i'm willing to put time and effort into um oh we're getting messages man who's who's messaging me oh yeah so we started doing this thing um with me and my buddies we've got a group called the garage dojo and i don't know if y'all know him we're we're all pretty cool i think all of us but one are on the wrestling team it's me 
my buddy Eric, uh, my buddy Brake, my buddy Corbin, and Josh Thompson also comes by every now and then. But it originally started over quarantine when me and Eric were just texting. I don't even remember how we started texting. We didn't really know each other, but we just started texting as homies, you know, and that's how it started. We we had been friends ever since. And he originally was like, if you want me to train you in jujitsu, man, like I'll do that. And I was always like, bet, let's do it. And then one day he invited me over to do a lesson in his garage because he had some mats in the time at the time and they were just little three quarter inch uh, square mats that you can get from Walmart. You know, you get like 10 of them and then they're, they're kind of like puzzle pieces and they go together. And so he had enough to make a, a decent sized mat for his garage. And we, we did that. We uh, we threw each other around on that. He gave me a lesson. And then I went over a week le- the next week and he was like, well, we have a slight problem because break came. The first time I went, and he was there the second time I went. And he was like, we have a slight problem. We have an ant problem in the garage, (laughs) and they're all over the mats. You know, because, you know, it's in a garage right next to the garage door. And right next to the garage door is plants and grass and outside elements. So there was a huge ant bed, and we took brooms and shit and we completely destroyed it and then we went to kroger and we got a bunch of ant killer and we fucking annihilated them <laughs> straight up the whole area anywhere there could be ants we sprayed it down and put ant killer anywhere there was or were ants we put a bunch more ant killer and ant poisons and then he was telling us that his old jujitsu studio finesse uh, they were moving locations, and while they moved locations, they decided to get new mats. So one of the guys he knew up there uh, said he'd give him some mats for a certain amount of money, and that's what he did. We bought the the mats from the old studio, and they're they're real. They're two inch uh, professional mats. So we got those. We got them installed. We got mat tape, taped them together, and that was the start of the garage dojo. Or that's what I'd like to say was the start. Um, because now we're in there all the time. We throw each other. Uh, I've been slammed numerous amounts of times on those mats. And it doesn't hurt. I mean, it doesn't. it's like getting slammed on mats. You, you get the wind knocked out of you every now and then. But it's there's no um, injuries that have lasted a long time. Well, yeah, they haven't lasted a long time. There have been some injuries in the dojo. Uh, I've been a victim of a few of them. Uh <laughs> But it's always it's always a good time. So we um the group, you know, since we haven't been able to all do things um like we used to, we started doing Zoom calls together. And those Zoom calls are super fun. And I don't know. If you're feeling a little lonely, if you're feeling separated from your friends, you know, given the circumstances. I mean, I know it's gotten better, but that was just something I wanted to give y'all an idea for um try zoom calls with your friends you know i've seen it around i was like man that's i don't know i never really thought of it but if you've got a friend group just try it it's always a fun experience when we do it um we always have a good time but yeah i i don't know it's just super cool and the the garage dojo is coming together we've got the mats in there and i've We've got a American flag up on the wall, but we're trying to deck the place out. Uh, got a badass speaker in there, and we're just trying to make the place ours because, you know, that I think that that'll be our spot because jujitsu is something I really love doing. Uh, I just love training it. I love the sport, spending time with my buddies because. It's a truly tough sport, and along with wrestling, it, that's a tough sport. But I want to talk about jujitsu right now. It's um, it's hard because Eric, he's super high level, he's super good at what he does, and because of that, he's a good teacher. And I think Eric, as a person, he's um, he's good at teaching things. So it's always an enjoyable experience, and I don't know, I just love doing it because even when I go over there. And I get my ass kicked for two hours. I love doing it because 
I learn from it, and it makes me happy. So I'm thinking this summer I'm going to start competing, and Eric, of course, will be my coach, or he'll be whoever um, a coach is for that kind of thing, for me at least. And I'm I'm just excited, and so I'll let y'all know about that journey. But that's something I really want to do, is competing and going to tournaments. And you know, I mean, it's not something I want to make a career out of. I I mean, I used to want to be a UFC fighter, but fucking look at me, I'm six two and 150 pounds. I'm I'm a skinny motherfucker. I can't. I don't know. UFC fighting is cool, but I don't have that kind of strength. I don't have that kind of power. Or um passion for it you know i love jujitsu but that's not that's not what i want to do with my life i i've gone through many ideas of what i wanted to do in my life um the first big idea that i had was when i was in eighth grade uh i don't know where the idea came from but i was like i want to be in the military i want to be in the army man and from then on like when i decided that that was my goal in life. I was like, I'm going to be in the army. As soon as I graduate, I'm going to go to an enlistment center. I'm going to apply to the army. And I wanted to do infantry, which is frontline soldier. Like that's, that's what infantry is. And, you know, I, I went into high school with the idea of like, I want to go to West Point. So I wanted to go to West Point, graduate from West Point, go into the army, do all of that. And then, as my first semester of high school came to a close, excuse me, I'm yawning again. Jesus Christ, man, I I gotta get over that. I probably need a drink. Uh, I'll get that in a little bit. Yeah, as my first semester of high school came to a close, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to get in West Point because West Point is one of the most competitive schools to get. It's not even competitive, it's just... It's extremely hard to get into. It's only like 10% of people get into it. And I don't know. It, it's super hard, but it's it's a mental game. And I just, at the time, I didn't think I had the strength to do it. So I gave up on that dream. But I still wanted to do Army. And then time went on. And freshman year came to an end. And then all this COVID stuff happened, you know, so right in the middle of quarantine, not right at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, fuck the military. I'm not going to the military, and especially with all the politics going on. I was like, I'm not, I can't, I can't put myself in that position because who knows where we're going to be at politically? Who knows where we're going to be at when it comes to, you know, wherever we are with other countries in the world. And the way I saw it was... If I were to go into military, I'd be going into military in like two or three more years because I'm 16 years old now. So I thought, where is the state of this country going to be at in two or three years? And that's when all the riots started happening. And that's when the COVID was at its worst. And then that's where it was constant bitching back and forth between the fucking two political parties, the liberals and the conservatives. I... I don't want to get into politics because I really don't have an opinion, but it's completely shifted. The idea of political parties and politics in general has completely shifted from what they were 10 years ago. And I just was like, I don't want to base my life off of that, man. I don't enjoy it. I don't I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. So I decided, you know what? Fuck the military. I don't know what I'm going to do. But the idea that I've got right now, and I really want to pursue this idea, is um, I want to be a piercer. And maybe a tattoo artist. I don't know. But I really want to be a piercer. Uh, and become a, a damn good one at it, too. You know, maybe get into body mods. Because I'd be able to, if I found, like, a badass tattoo artist, we could open a shop. And if... You know, all that. So, that's what I want to do. I want to, um, whenever I turn 18 or whatever, I want to become an apprentice, do all of that, and then get certified and do everything I got to do to become a piercer, and then I'll start small. I'll work in a shop, 
I'll do piercings. Then if I were when I get good enough, I'll try to find somebody. And then after I make a name for myself, try to open up my own shop and do all of that. But that's that's where I want to go. That's what that's what I want to do. I want to be a piercer as of right now. So I'm just I got to wait and see where that takes me. You know, who knows? I might have other ideas come up, you know, and the piercing thing might not be it for me. But like I said, as of right now, that's what I want to do in my life. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool idea. I mean, I've seen uh, some tattoo artists. I've seen some badass piercers. Uh, I know a guy. I don't know him personally, but he's the one who did uh, my septum in my eyebrow. His name is Frankie. Uh, he's the he owns. Well, he doesn't own. I mean, it, it's his shop. He uh he owns Skin Stories Tattoo. And I follow him on Instagram, and I follow all of his shit, and I like watching. I look at his stories and his posts all the time, and it's like, he lives a pretty fun life. I mean, he's got a good lifestyle. He doesn't have to worry about anything, really. You know, he keeps his shit together. He's not a bad kid. I mean, he's he's a good guy, and he, he, he has fun. I'm like, that's what I want to do, because, you know, that's the kind of lifestyle I want to live, the tattoo-piercing lifestyle, because it looks super cool. And I feel like I would fit into that lifestyle community very well. So, you know, that's what we're going to try and go for. Um, let me see what's going on. Man, I was going through um I wasn't going through my Google Photos. It gives me a yearly recap. And I mean, this is super off topic. This has nothing to do with anything we've talked about this entire episode, but it gives me like a recap of memories and a picture of my cat popped up uh from when we first or when I first brought her back in because I've had Nyla since what was it fifth or sixth grade something like that I think it was fifth grade actually that's when I got her so I've had her forever I think she's like five or six now yeah I'm talking about you cat you're old she's she's giving me a look she's like what the fuck are you talking about me over there for huh uh yeah I've, I've had her forever and ever since I got her, she was um, she's been my cat. You know, we first brought her home. We rescued her from a church. She lived outside of a church, you know, um, off the side of the road doing her own thing. And the person at that church or one of the workers at that church knew my mom. So she called her because uh, my mom was known for rescuing animals at the time. She was like, hey, we've got this cat. So she talked to my dad about it. And he, I guess he was cool with it. So we went, we picked her up, we brought her home, and then we sat in one of the, uh, the living room. And just me, my mom, my brother, and sister, my dad wasn't home. And we kind of put her in the middle. She came to all of us. We all pet her. And then she came to me. And then she kind of looked at me, she sniffed me for a little bit. And then, bam, she laid down right next to me. And ever since then, she's been my cat. You know, she's always slept with me, done my kind of thing. She's favored me for the entire time we've had her. Well, a couple of years ago, uh, we had to put her outside for a few reasons. But my dad was like, that cat's got to go fucking outside. And she did. She lived outside. I mean, she was cool. She did it by herself. That's where she spent the first few years of her life. And, I mean, she's a cat. They're able to live outside. They're able to fend for themselves. But uh, whenever we had, I think I talked about this, actually. Did I talk about this? Okay, if I did, I don't know. I'll sum it up real quick. Uh, we brought her back in because of that hurricane we were supposed to have. And she's been in the house. And anyways, uh, my Google Photos showed me a picture of her when I first brought her back in. And she was skinny as fuck. Like, she was little. So, I remember I stepped on the scale with her just to see how much she weighed when we brought her in. She was only like 11 pounds. or like She was like 9 pounds, 11 pounds, something like that. And now she weighs like 17, like 16 or 17. She's a fat fucking cat. You're a fat cat. You know that? I still love you. She's she's looking at me, man. She knows I'm talking about her. Cats are smart as fuck, but they're weird. They're weird creatures. Like, she walks around. She walks around my room in the middle of the night because we've got a routine. Uh, she knows when it's bedtime. She goes. To, she comes into my room. I shut the door. But past few nights, she uh, I've woken up because I hear her, and she like walks from wall 
to wall. And then she hops up on my bed and then she walks like in circles around me on my bed. And then she gets up on her uh, or on my shelf to her food. And then she sits there. She like looks around. And then I woke up not this morning. It was yesterday morning. And she's just fucking looking at me. <laughs> That's happened a few times where I wake up and she's just fucking looking at me. I, I don't know what's wrong with her. Or I don't know. She's weird like that. All cats are weird like that. Fucking, they're creatures. They're something else. I've seen a lot of, um, a lot of activity from people's cats. I don't know why I said it like that, activity. A lot of people's cats are doing weird shit. So it's probably like, I don't know. Can you explain it to me, Nyla? Can you explain it to me why you're being such a creature? Such a weirdo? What What's up? I mean, you're looking at me. You got something to say? Can you talk? Dude, imagine if she fucking imagine if she fucking spoke to me right now. What kind of fucking episode would this be if I wasn't famous after that? If I'm just sitting here recording my podcast, you know, some 16-year-old kid with like 20 listeners, like that's it. And then all of a sudden I'm talking to my cat and she's like, "What's up?" Dude, fucking imagine. Oh my god. That's the stupidest thing. I've always like I'm not going to lie to you. When I was little, I watched I can't remember what movie it was. Oh, what movie was it? I don't even remember. It was like this girl, this little girl's dad gets stuck in her cat's body. And like her dad is like her cat, but nobody knows. I don't even remember. Christopher Walken's in it. Fucking, I got to look this up. I have to look this up right now because I got to know. It's It was a kid's movie and I remember it, but it didn't even come out that long ago. Unless I'm just old. Hold on, Christopher walk in i need do y'all watch um the joe rogan experience if you do you know jamie he's got jamie he's like jamie look that shit up man i need i need one of those if y'all fucking um if any y'all are down to be my jamie be on this podcast you know help me out let me know and we'll see what we can do but christopher walken cat movie Okay, that's what I looked up. Christopher Walken cat movie. Nine Lives. That's what the movie's called. Nine Lives. Goddamn. 14% Rotten Tomatoes. 5.3 out of 10 by IMDb. 11% rating by Metacritic. What? Kevin Spacey was in this movie. Kevin Spacey was the main character? Tom Brand. He was the dad? I don't fucking remember that. Jennifer Garner's in it. Robbie Amell. Melina Weissman. Why does she look familiar? What has she been in? Melina Weissman. I don't recognize the name. Movies and TV shows. Um, A series of unfortunate events. That's what she was in. Okay, that's what I recognize her from. That's so irrelevant, man. Anyways. um, Yeah, that movie, Nine Lives, where the girl's cat like can talk and shit. There was a period of time, I was like 2016, it was four years ago. No, I don't want to say that was four years ago. That makes me sound like a fucking child. I was like 11 or something like that. And there was a period of time, it was it was only like a couple times, when I went up to my cat. I was like, if you can fucking talk, man, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> if you can talk, just fucking tell me. Just fucking... I won't tell anybody. <laughs> I think everybody's fucking done that shit. But straight up, there was there was a good like forty five seconds where I straight up believed that my cat could have a conversation with me, and she just she wasn't because she couldn't or she was like had to hide it. But I don't know, man. I was such a child, and that wasn't even that long ago. Fuck, that's embarrassing. That's not even embarrassing. I'm not embarrassed, am I? Should I be embarrassed? I don't know, man. I don't know. I've never... Nyla's been... Nyla was my... Oh, now she's licking her asshole on my bed. Really? Come on! I'm just not going to look at her. Maybe she'll stop. Uh, Yeah, Nyla's the only pet that I've ever had. I mean, one time I had a fish when I was like five. um, And that was because I went to a carnival. You know, me, my dad took me to this carnival. And there was that one game where there was like... A bunch of cups, and then there's like one fucking green cup in the middle of all the other cups. 
and you throw a ping pong and they're glass. So you throw a ping pong ball and if you make it in that green cup, you win a prize. So I was like, Dad, can I play this game? And he's like, yeah, you can fucking play it. Because he knew I wasn't or He didn't think I was win because nobody fucking wins those games. And of course, I fucking do it. And it bounces around and it goes right into the green cup and I win a fish. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? So I brought it home. I was all excited. I don't remember what I named the fish. I'll ask him later. But I, I don't remember what I named it. And so uh, I was like, oh, we have to put him in something. And so my dad fucking put him in a wine glass, <laughs> like a big ass wine glass. And he sat on the fucking counter in the kitchen. And I said something about, I was like, we need to go get fish food. And my dad was like, no, we don't. I've got something. And we fed him spaghetti, like dry spaghetti. My dad would break it apart and feed it to him. And I didn't realize until like two years ago. I was like five. And I realized two years ago, I was like, wait. Went like, dad. I went downstairs like, dad, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, what? I was like, do you remember that fish I got when I was five years old? And like from that um, carnival, he's like, yeah. I was like, you motherfucker, you fed him spaghetti. Spaghetti, when it <laughs> noodles, when it touches water, it fucking expands. You blew my fucking fish up, man. <laughs> it was a fucking hor- It was horrible. I was like, you fucking killed my fish, man. It's like, man. Uh, he was like, yeah, I did. He, he straight up was like, yep, I fed it spaghetti and it fucking blew up. And I just, I didn't even realize because I was five years old, man. I didn't know any better. It came to me a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, fucking, he killed my fish straight up. I flushed him and shit. I I don't know. I wasn't sad because I, I didn't wasn't attached to a fish. I mean, if you get attached to a fish, you've got issues. I'm sorry, but <laughs> if you get attached to a fucking fish, um, but yeah, him. I've I when I was little, we had a a dog named Rocco, but that wasn't my fucking dog. I don't even remember him. I only remember him a couple times, but, like, I don't know. Someone stole him out of our backyard, so. And I wasn't too upset because, like I said, I was super young. I don't remember that dog. Uh, and then when it was just me and my dad, we didn't ever have a pet. The only reason we got this, uh, the only reason we got Nyla, because Nyla was our first, like, family pet, was because of my mom. And then she chose me. And then we got another cat, uh, Izzy. And that's my sister's cat. She she loves my sister. I don't I don't fucking know why. My sister tor used to torture that cat, uh, but that cat fucking loves her. And she's I hate that cat so much. I, I I remember I've talked about this. I fucking hate that cat. And then three years ago for Christmas we got my dog Daisy. Uh, she was a Shih Tzu, and I was like, dude, I don't fucking want this dog. I don't want a dog. Um. You know, she was supposed to be our dog, but she turned into my dad's dog. My dad loves her. And then two years ago over the summer, my mom was like, Daisy needs a friend. Daisy's depressed. Daisy needs a friend. So we went and uh, my mom was like looking at all these adoption agencies. And she's like, all right, it's between these two dogs. And she let me pick. She was like, there's these two dogs that I, I kind of like. She's like, there's this one dog and I don't remember his name, but he was like a little wiry like fucking dog. He was ugly. <laughs> And then there was George. He's a little papillon, fucking white papillon. He's cool. And I picked him. I was like, all right, let's go get him. And so we went, we picked him up. We took him out to the park. And we were walk. I was walking him on his leash um, to the truck. And I went to pick him up uh, to put him in the truck. And he bit the fuck out of me. I was like, are you kidding me? And then when he came home, my dad came home. Like he fucking freaked out at my dad. And then, like, he hated my dad. And we, we were like, I wonder why. Like, what's the issue? Why doesn't he like him? And then a couple weeks later, my mom was telling him, like, let's go to the bathroom. Come on, go outside. And he was just kind of looking at us funny. And she was like, you know, he's kind of giving us the look that, like, when you're speaking or, like, when someone doesn't understand you, like, they don't understand your language. It's like, it's almost like he speaks Spanish or something like that. And he doesn't understand us. And I was like come on, because I, I was, like, Spanish fucking, too, you know, I was, like, a little fucking, I thought I was super fucking cool, bilingual and shit, but I was failing my Spanish 2 class in reality, I was like, Albano, and he fucking, he darted to the back door, he fucking went outside, and he took a piss right there, and I was like, no fucking way, he speaks fucking Spanish, but, yeah, so he spoke Spanish, and then, but he always would freak out by my dad, he didn't like me for a while, and then just, 
his traits and the way he acted, we uh, we pieced it together that he was abused and he was a bait dog in the past. That's what we think. He was a bait dog for a period of time. And, um, you know, by a bunch of Hispanics or whatever, they used him because he, he only spoke Spanish for a little bit. I mean, now he's cool. He understands us. But That's why we call him Jorge. Jorge from around the block because he, he's straight up. He's a, he's a gangster like that. He's at heart. He's a real cholo. He he's been around the block a few times. He's had experiences. He he knows what's up. He he's a cool dog. Um, it's been a while. We've had him for two years. He's he's cool. My dad is cool with us now. He knows we're his family. But uh, then about seven or eight months ago, we got Cracky. Uh, his name's not Cracky, but I me and my dad we call him Cracky. Uh, his name his real name's Rocky, and my mom got mad at my dad and he wasn't listening to her he was doing whatever and so she's like all right fucking to get him back or do whatever she's like i'm gonna get a fucking dog and so because i wanted a german shepherd i wanted a german shepherd i'd been looking at him i'd been begging my parents for one i was like all right can we foster one and then i got in trouble and so they weren't they weren't gonna get me a fucking dog um and so my mom's like all right we're gonna foster a dog and if you can take care of that dog for however long we foster it then i'll get you your dog and that's what we did we fostered rocky and when we did he wasn't fixed we had to take him to get fixed but before he got fixed he was the most annoying fucking dog you could ever have man he was so horny all the fucking time he would try to hump everything for real he'd fucking try to hump everybody and because he was so horny but he couldn't do anything about it he would sit and whine and he'd cry all the fucking time. Nobody in the house liked him. Everybody thought he was annoying. But then one day, uh, his his appointment to get fixed came up. And then he came home. He was tired. And then the next day, he was like a completely different dog. Super fucking cool. Super laid back. Super loving. And he's cool. And ever since then, I mean, he's been he's cool. He's cool as fuck. The whole family likes him. He's he's a cool dog. His his name was Rocky because my mom was like, all right, he needs a name. And she woke me up. So I'd just woken up. And the night before, I, I watched uh, Rocky 3. And so she was like, w- w- what should we name the dog? I was like, Rocky. And ever since then, I mean, that, that's been his name. But he's kind of crazy. So my dad calls him Cracky. <laughs> Crackster. Uh, crack. He, it originally started off the name as Crack Rock. But now it's Cracky or Crackster. Every now and then, if my dad's feeling spicy, he'll call him Cracky Rockstar. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking name. But he enjoys it. He's, he's a cool dog. He's a super loving. He's a super loyal dog. And you can tell he was lost. That He had a family before, and then he got lost. Or he was abandoned, or something like that. Because uh, one time, my dad was like, he took his collar off of him, and he started freaking out. We're like, what the fuck? And so we realized he has separation anxiety from his collar. Like, he knows his collar is his tag, and, like, that's what makes him, um, you know, tied to us or whatever. So if you take his collar off, he freaks out, and he gets all nervous and shit, and he whines for his collar. He, like, looks at it. He grabs it. It's 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 funny. It's sad it's funny, but, you know, he's the type of dog you can take on walks without a leash. Like, Rocky, come here. He follows you everywhere. He's he, he's a good dog like that. I'm, I don't know. He, he's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, none of them are my fucking animals. None of the dogs are my dogs. Those are my parents' dogs. The fucking, they sleep in their bed. They like them the most. They're their dogs. And that cat, Izzy, I fucking hate that cat. That's my sister's animal. And so, yeah, Nyla's my animal. And when I move out, I'm taking Nyla. Uh, she'll still be around for a little bit. Hopefully. I hope she will. There was a period of time where I thought she had AIDS, man. Because, you know, there's feline AIDS. But she was outside, and she was super skinny because it was just super hot one summer. And we took her to the vet, and we were like, I don't know, is something wrong with her? But they're like, no, that's just, is she an outside cat? We are like, yeah. Oh, my God. This is the most frustrating fucking thing. I keep yawning, and, uh But, yeah, they were like, is she an outside cat? And we're like, yeah. We're like, well, this heat wave, and then she's just, she's just skinny. Um but when we brought her back in, she was still skinny, but she's gained all that weight back. She's cool now. But, yeah, I mean, that's my cat. And I might, I don't know, 
I'll definitely get a cat afterwards. You know, uh, maybe I might get a cat afterwards, but when I'm living by myself, uh, I'll have Nyla. And then if I'm still living by myself, like if there's nobody living with me, I probably won't get another animal. Or if I do, it'll probably be a cat, but I'll never, I don't want a lot of animals in my house. Like when I have a family and all that, I don't want a lot of animals. I mean, yeah, if I have a family or I hope to have a family, when I have a family, um, I'll probably have a dog or two, but we're not going to have fucking tons of them because we've also got a fucking tortoise and she's a sulcata tortoise and those can be like 150 pounds and they live for a hundred years. Um, yeah, we've got one of those, and it's pretty fucking big. That's my mom's turtle. Because uh, originally we got one, and her name was Sammy. And she was cool. Like, this family, they, they couldn't take care of her. They, didn't, uh, they couldn't take care of her anymore, so my parent, they interviewed my parents. Like, it was a whole fucking process. And then my parents got her. We had her for however long. And then someone left the gate open, and she walked down the street, and someone fucking stole her. Like, straight up. A year before, someone posted signs for, like, a lost turtle. Or, like, a lost... I think it was a lost turtle. I'm like, how the fuck do you lose a turtle? Like, you're really gonna put up signs for, like, a lost turtle? And sure enough, a fucking year later, after we were making fun of him for that, my mom was putting lost tortoise signs around the fucking neighborhood. And we knew they were stolen. Because she would always... She put multiple signs up around the neighborhood. But... The spot where we think she was taken, like uh, someone picked her up, we put a sign there. And around the same time every day, it was like 5.30 p.m. So it was like someone coming home from work or that's that was their daily commute. They'd take that fucking sign. They would uh, they'd grab it and we could never find it. It would that sign would disappear. And so, yeah, we we figured someone stole her. I mean, that fucking sucked. But I mean, she I don't know. It was cool. Then my parent, my mom wanted one, so she found this guy like on Facebook who like had him, like incubated him, and like they they hatched. And so we got her. Her name's Mia, Mia Wallace. This turtle we have now, and uh, yeah, we got her when she like first hatched. She was the size. She was, I don't know, man. What can I think of? Something to fucking. She was about the size of a golf ball, for real. She was about the size of a golf ball. And now she's, like, the size of a basketball. She's, like, three years old. She's pretty fucking big, you know. She'll she'll live for another 95 fucking years. I'm not taking care of her. Like, when I'm old, or when my pa- grandparents, or not my grandparents, when my parents are old or anything like that, I'm not taking care of that fucking turtle. I don't want it. What the fuck am I going to do with the turtle or a tortoise, you know? I mean, yeah, it's a cool thing to have, but it's not... It's not mine, you know. I'm not going to have a fucking tortoise walking around my living room like they do. Because for real, like when it's cold outside or if it's rainy, my mom brings it in the house. She lets it fucking walk around. Uh, You know, we'll be sitting watching TV and it walks across the living room. Decides to go to another spot to fucking sleep for six hours. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it goes. It's it's That's not my cup of tea. We've got some fish, but I mean... Like I said, nobody takes care of them from, except for my mom. And I said it earlier, if you get attached to fish, you're weird. So those aren't really, I wouldn't consider those real pets, but I don't know. I've got friends. My my little brother used to have a bearded dragon. My sister had a bearded dragon too. And um, I don't know. He uh, The one my brother had just got too big and he was too afraid to hold him. So he got depressed and she gave, we gave that one to family friend's daughter and i don't know what she did with him i don't know if she still has him or not but then my sister gave hers up because she just she didn't want it anymore so we gave her to another family friend like who wanted one then she started breeding it so i mean that's cool but um i don't know that's that's really it that's that's the only experience i've had with pets like I said, Nyla's the only pet I've got. Nyla's probably the only pet I'll have for a long time. Because uh, I'm not really a huge guy like that. And the reason I I enjoy having a cat is because... Or I'm glad I didn't get that dog that I wanted. Is because with Nyla, she's cool. If I, I can fucking leave my door open. for If I want to leave for a weekend or if I want to leave for however long, she's fine. I can leave my fucking door open and I could be gone for a weekend. And she'd be fine. All I got to do is fill up her food bowl. Um, 
because cats can take care of themselves like that. They're cool. And then when I come back, she'll be like, oh, what's up? She'll sleep right with me that night. But, you know, they don't they don't really need people. But dogs, you can't you can't leave dogs for a weekend. You can't do that shit. And I mean, I don't know. Uh, I like having a social life. So, like I said, when I'm when I have a family, I might get a dog. But until then, I really don't plan on having a dog. Um, especially if I go into the piercing tattoo lifestyle, I'll be out, I'll be out all day or like with friends or working at night, late at night. You know, you can't you can't do that to a dog. That's just not fair. Um, to leave them stranded, because I don't believe in fucking leaving your dog in a cage all day. That's fucking stupid. That's so mean to leave your dog in a kennel all day or fucking leave a dog like tied up in the backyard all day. You know, what's the point of having a fucking dog if you're going to leave it in the backyard? I give it any attention or anything. That's that's so mean, man. Dogs are dogs are creatures that like need to be taken care of and like they need to have owners with them. You know. I don't know. Does that make sense? Dogs need fucking companionship. That's that's how dogs are. They need companionship. Damn, we're going an hour long. Um and I had to stop recording, so I mean this is a pretty pretty good episode. But I think we're gonna bring it to a close. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, the second episode of the blank slate. Yes, I changed it. It is now the blank slate because I feel like that's, I don't know. I think it's a better title. So and I don't know when it'll be changed on Spotify to the blank slate. I'll probably work on that tonight. But yeah, share it with your friends. Thanks for listening. I hope you all have a merry fucking Christmas. Uh, have a safe break. Don't get fucking COVID, you know. Be conscious. Get tested before you go back to school. If you're going to go back to school, if you've been around people, fucking wear your mask if you go out. Because I'm trying to get back to a normal fucking life. All right? So, you know, stay safe. Keep your shit together. Have a happy holidays. And I wish y'all the best of luck when it comes to life. I love y'all. Peace out.